0: hello everyone and welcome back to the scouting god podcast in this episode we're going to be continuing going over the second class rank requirements now let's begin the next section of requirements is citizenship aa says participate in a flag ceremony for your school religious institution chartered organization community or scouting activity Conducting Flag Ceremonies. Flag Ceremonies are an important part of showing respect to the flag. Your troop meetings probably start with a flag ceremony, and your patrol a troop may occasionally be asked to perform a flag ceremony at a camp or a community event. There are many correct ways to do a flag ceremony. The most important thing is to do it with dignity and respect. This is not a time to be silly. A Simple Flag Ceremony here is an outline for a simple ceremony using an American flag and a troop flag. That could be open a troop meeting. 1. Two scouts stand in the back of the room, each holding a flag. The scout with the American flag stands to the right. The leader stands behind them. 2. The leader says, color guard attention, An audience please rise. Scouts salute. The scouts raise their flag so that the poles are at a 45-degree angle and the ends are near the belt buckles. 3. The leader says, color guard, pulls the colors. The scouts with the flags walk to the front of the room. When they get near the front, the scout with the American flag crosses in front of the other scout. They place the flags at their stands, then step back and salute. The leader says, please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance, and then leads the pledge. 5. The leader says, 2. And everyone stops saluting. He says, color guard reform and return to ranks. The flag carriers line up at the front of the room and walk back to their starting positions. 6. The Leader says, Color Guard at ease and please be seated. The program for the event continues as planned. The next requirement is requirement 8B. Explain what respect is due to the flag of the United States. The American flag. The flag of the United States is much more than just a red, white, and blue cloth. As a symbol of America, it stands for the past, present, and future of our country. It represents our people and our land and our many ways of life. Honoring the flag offers all of us a time to think about what it means to be an American and to pledge ourselves to making our country the best it can be. Perhaps you recite the Pledge of Allegiance each day at your school, before sporting events and other public gatherings. You might stand, remove your cap, and put your hand over your heart for the singing of the Star-Spangled Banner, the National Anthem, your Boy Scout shoot might open its meetings with a flag ceremony. At Scout Camp, you can join with others to raise the flag each morning and to re- retire it in the evening. The American flag commands a certain amount of respect. While you are wearing your Scout uniform, greet the flag with a salute. In fact, you should face the flag. Salute whenever you see the flag being hoisted or lowered, when you pass it or it passes you, and during the play of the National Anthem, give the scout salute as you retire the Pledge of Allegiance to. Greet the flag when you are not in uniform by removing your hat, if you are wearing one, and placing your right hand over your heart. The Star-Springled Banner During the War of 1812, a British fleet attacked Fort McHenry near Baltimore, Maryland. A young man named Francis Scott Key watched as the bombardment lasted through the night. He did not know if the American Fortress would withstand the assault. When the Smoke cleared the next morning. Key saw that the United States flag, the Star-Spangled Banner, still flying over the fort. He wrote down the feelings he had during the night and about his trust in Americans' future in a poem he called The Defense of Fort McHenry. Soon, the words were being sang throughout the country as Francis Scott Key had written the lyrics to the song that has now become known as the Star-Spangled Banner. Oh, say can you see, by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming, Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous flight, O'er the ramparts we were so gladly streaming, And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. O oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wait over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Flying the Flag The flag of the United States may be flown every day. Flags are usually fro- flown from sunrise to sunset. Properly lit, they can be flown at night, too. The flag should fly on all national and state holidays and on other days proclaimed by the President of the United States. When the American flag is displayed with flags of other nations, each national flag must be flown from a separate staff on the same height. When the American flag is displayed with other types of flags, such as state flags or the flags of organizations, the national flag is given the position of honor to its own right and should be flown above the others. If flags are displayed at equal heights, the United States flag is either out in front or furthest to its right. The American flag is hoisted first and lowered last. Raising the flag To hoist a flag on a flagpole, hold the folded flag and prevent it from touching the ground. A second person should attach the flag to the flag line, also called a haylard. Then briskly raise the flag, keeping the line taut. When the flag is flying freely, step back and salute as the other person ties the halyard to the flagpole. Lowering the flag. Loosen the halyard from the pole and slowly lower the flag. A second person salutes until the flag is in within reach. Then, gathers the flag into his arms. Remove the flag from the halyard and tie the halyard to the pole. Then, fold the flag for storage. A person lowering the flag alone need not try to fold it. He can simply gather it into his arms so that it does not touch the ground. Then, take it indoors to fold and store properly the flag at half staff fly the flag at half staff to show sorrow following a nation's strategy to mark the death of a president or other natural or state figure or to honor those who have sacrificed their lives for their country hoist the flag to the top of the pole hold it there for an instant then lower it to a point halfway between the top and the bottom of the pole take the flag down by first raising it to the top of the pole then lowering it slowly On Memorial Day, fly the flag at half staff until noon, then hoist it to full staff. Folding the Flag The flag is always stored folded, and it is kept folded until it is time to be displayed. Properly folding the flag is a two-person task. 1. Fold the flag in half lengthwise so that the striped half covers the blue field. 2. Fold it in half again. 3. Bring the lower striped corner to the upper edge forming a triangle. 4. Fold the upper point from another triangle coordinate until the entire length of the flag is folded. 5. When you get near the end, nothing but the blue field showing, tuck the last bit into the other folds to secure it. The final folded flag resembles the colored hat with only the white stars on a blue field showing. Displaying the Flag The flag may be carried on a staff in parades, at scout meetings, and during other ceremonies and patriotic events. When displayed from a staff in the auditorium or place of worship, the flag of the United States of America holds the position of honor to the right of a speaker as he or she faces the audience. Any other flag should be placed to the speaker's left. When displaying your flag horizontally or vertically against a wall, the blue flag should be at the top and the flag's own right to your left as you look at the flag. The American flag should never be flown upside down except on a distress signal to call for help. The Pledge of Allegiance Feeling that patriotism was declining and that the time was right for a reawakening of simple Americanism, Baptist manager Francis Bellamy comprised the Flag of the Allegiance, 1892. The Pledge first appeared in that September in the Children's Magazine, the Youth Companion in celebration of the 400th, 400th anniversary of... Christopher Columbus Arrival in the New World. In 1942, the U.S. Congress formally adopted the pledge, and it now opens countless school days, legislative sessions, and, of course, scout meetings across the country. The wording of the pledge has been changed four times, most recently in 1954 when the words under God were added. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Conducting Flag Ceremonies Flag ceremonies are an important part of showing respect to the flag. Your troop m- meetings probably start with a flag ceremony, and your patrol troop may occasionally be asked to perform a flag ceremony at a camporee or community event. There are many correct ways to do flag ceremony. The most important thing is that you do it with a dignity and respect. This is not a time to be silly. Retiring worn out flags. As a good turn, scouts can volunteer to help replace flatted and tattered flags in their communities with new ones and to conduct flag retirement ceremonies for those who have been taken down. A national flag that is worn beyond repair may be burned in a fire. The ceremony should be conducted with dignity and respect, and the flag burned completely to ashes. Be sure to follow the BSA safety guidelines when retiring flags. Flags on uniforms. Every BSA uniform shirt has embroidered an American flag sewn onto the right sleeve. Following the guidelines of the U.S. Flag Code, the flag is placed with the blue field, the Union, to its own right to the left as someone views it. However, you might have noticed that the flag patch on the right sleeve of the U.S. military uniform places the blue field to the observer's right. According to current Department of the Army regulations, when worn on the right sleeve, it is considered proper to reserve the design so that the Union is at the observer's right to suggest that the flag is flying in the breeze as the wearer moves forward. The next requirement is requirement 8c. With your parents or guardians, Decide on amount of money that you would like to earn, based on the cost of a specific item that you would like to purchase. Develop a written plan to earn the amount agreed upon and follow that plan. It is acceptable to make changes to your plan along the way. Discuss any changes made to your original plan and whether you met your goal or not. Next requirement is requirement 8 d. At a minimum of three locations, compare the cost of the item for which you are saving to determine the best place to purchase after completing the second class rank requirement 8C. Decide when you will use the amount you earned as originally intended. Save all part of it or use an for another purpose 8e says participate in two hours of service through one or more services project approved by a scout master tell how you serve to others relates to the scout oath scout oath before you can agree to live by the scout oath you must know what it means the scout oath on my honor i will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and to obey the scout law to help other people at all times to keep myself physically strong mentally awake and morally straight on my honor honor is the care of who you are your honesty your integrity your reputation the way you treat others and how you act when no one is looking by giving your word at one of the outsets of the scout oath you are promising to be guarded by its ideals i will do my best do all you can to live by the scout oath even when you are faced with difficult challenges measure your achievements against your own high standards and don't be influenced by peer pressure or what other people do to do my duty Duty is what others expect of you, but more importantly, it is what you expect of yourself. To God Your family and religious leaders teach you about God and the ways you can serve. You can do your duty to God by following the wisdom of those teaching and by defending the rights of others to practice their own beliefs. And my country Help the United States continue to be a strong and fair nation by learning about our systems of government and your responsibilities as a citizen. When you do, do all that you can for your family and community. You are serving your country. Making the most of your opportunities will help shape our nation's future. And to obey the Scout Law. In your thoughts, words, and deeds, the 12 points of the Scout Law will lead you towards doing the right thing throughout your life. When you obey the Scout Law, other people will respect you for the way you live, and you will respect yourself. To help other people at all times, your cheerful smile and helping hand will ease the burden of many who need your assistance. By helping out whenever you can, you are making the world better. At all times is a reminder to help even when it was difficult and even if you have not been asked to keep myself physically strong. Taking care of your body prepares you for a lifetime of great adventures. You can build your body strength and endure by eating nutritious food, getting enough sleep, and being active. You should also avoid tobacco, alcohol, illegal drugs, and anything else that you might harm your health. Mentally awake, develop your mind both in and outside of the classroom. Be courteous about everything around you and never stop learning. Work hard to make the most of your abilities. When an inquiring attitude and the willingness to ask questions, you can learn much about the world around you and your role in it. And morally straight. Your relationship with others should be honest and open. Respect and defend the rights of all people. Be clean in your speech and actions and faithful in your religious duties. Values you practice as a scout will help you shape a life of virtue and self reliance The next section is Personal Safety Awareness. Requirement 9A says, Explain the three R's of personnel safety and protection. The three R's. While every situation is different, you can protect yourself from abuse by remembering the three R's of personal protection. Recognize, respond, and report. Recognize that anyone could be a molester. You may have heard the term stranger danger. While some strangers can be dangerous, a molester is usually a person you already know. It can be a brother, sister, teacher, neighbor, leader, or another youth who takes advantage of you, someone you know. Molesters can be very skilled at influencing young people to be aware of situations that could put you at risk. If another youth or adult is in a position of trust or authority, asks you to do something you know is wrong, or to keep a secret, they are violating our personal safety rules, and should be reported immediately to a parent, trusted adult, or a scout executive. Respond When someone is doing something that goes against your gut or against your safety guidelines, getting away from the person and telling a trusted adult or parent what happened is one of the most powerful ways to respond. You can also say no, tell them to stop and leave you alone, and report them to a leader or trusted adult as soon as it is safe to do so. Sometimes our body freezes. It is a natural response when someone is doing something that feels concerning or dangerous. Even if you don't stop it or yell no in the moment, that's okay. You can still respond later by following up with a parent or trusted adult. Remember, it is not your fault. You are surrounded by people who are interested in you and your well being, but sometimes the attention they Pay crosses a boundary. If attention feels unwanted or inappropriate, say no and don't be embarrassed to run away, yell, or cause a commotion. Tell a trusted adult immediately about this attempt and any future attempts. And finally, report. Attempted or actual molestation or any activity that you think is wrong to a parent or other trusted adult. Anytime someone does something to you that your instincts tell you is wrong or that makes you feel threatened or uncomfortable, tell someone you trust. It is okay to ask for help. Reporting abuse prevents further abusers and helps protect other potential victims. Be a buddy. If you see a suspect or hear that another youth is experiencing abuse, be brave and tell a trusted adult. The next requirement is requirement nine B. Describing bullying, tell when it is appropriate to respond to someone who is bullying. You or another person. Bullying and hazing. Bullying happens when someone uses his power and position to frighten, embarrass, or harass or threaten another person. Hazing is bullying that involves facing someone to do something unpleasant, stupid, and dangerous, usually as a requirement for joining a group. Bullying and hazing can lead to poor self-image and low self-esteem. Physical problems and worse in the person being targeted. People who are bullied often grow up and bully others, creating a continuing cycle of pain. These actions have no place in scouting. Bullying can take place in many forms. Verbal. Name-calling and teasing. Social. Spreading rumors. Leaving the target out of activities and breaking up or manipulating friends. Physical. Hitting, pushing, shoving, and physical concern. Group. Imitation and out... Crazing. Criminal. Injury, assault, and sexual aggression. Cyberbullying. Using digital technology. Examples, social media, mobile phones, computers, etc. To do any of the above. Youth who bully often operate in the open because they think that what they're doing enhances their status in the group. It doesn't. However, some youth who bully, especially online, act in secret. You might be able to tell that a friend is being bullied if he or she is reluctant to join activities, comes to activities late or leaves early, is afraid or acts nervous around certain people, avoids certain places, shows increased anger for no oblivious reason, talks about wanting to carry a weapon for self-protection, talks about loneliness or suicide, takes blame for his or her problems, doesn't defend himself or herself when being teased or pushed, suddenly has fewer friends. StopBullying.gov offers a variety of available training and information materials to scouts and adult leaders that can help you and your troop learn more about how to stop bullying. How to stop bullying. The Scout Law calls on you to be helpful, friendly, courteous, and kind. That means you should never bully and that you should help to stop bullying when it happens to people around you. Here are some simple actions you can take to stop bullying if you feel safe doing so. Be an upstander, not a bystander. Instead of saying nothing, which can make the person whose bullies think that their behavior is okay, tell them to stop. Say you don't like it and that it is not funny. Avoid bullying back. It won't help if you use mean names or actions, and it could make things worse. If you don't feel safe, for example, if you think the person who is bullying will attack you next, you can still help. Here's what you can do. Say kind words to the person being bullied, such as, I'm sorry about what happened, and I don't like what that kid said. Help him understand that it is not his fault. And be a friend. Tell the person that being bullied to talk to someone about what happened. Offer to help by going alone. Pay attention to the other people who see the bullying. Are any of these bystanders laughing or joining in with the bullying? If yes, let them know that they are not helping. Tell a trusted adult. The person being bullied needs help from an adult and the person doing the bullying probably does too. By telling an adult, you can start the healing process. The next section is Scout Spirit. Requirement 10 says, Demonstrate Scout Spirit by living the Scout Oath Scout Law. Tell how you have done your duty to God and how you have lived the four different points of the Scout Law, not to include those used for Tenderfoot requirement 9, in your everyday life. The next requirement is requirement 11. While walking towards the second class... Rank and other completing ten foot requirement ten, participate in the scout master conference. Next requirement is requirement twelve. Successfully complete your board of review for the second class rank requirement. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Scouting God podcast. Now you have all the things that you need to know to be able to earn the second class rank requirements.